0: This podcast is proudly part of the Paranormality Radio Network. Visit ParanormalityRadio.com to find binge-worthy podcasts dedicated to all things paranormal and creepy. From conspiracy to cryptid, you'll find it here.
1: Hello! Hello! Hello. Welcome to (laughs) I Have a strange Strange Story Podcast. Yes. (laughs) <laughs>
0: you totally yeah. messed that up. Not messed it up, but you mixed it, it up. I did it on purpose. A yeah, you did. This is
1: the podcast where two sisters retell people's strange and paranormal stories and experiences. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Lindsay, and this is Lily, and I'm Rebecca. And we are dressed for Halloween because it is Halloween season, and we don't get yep. to do anything because of COVID, excuse me, for Halloween, and so we are dressing <laughs> up for the podcast. Yeah. For the whole month. For the whole month of Halloween. October. Okay, wait a minute. October. Rebecca yes. has had this mask on the whole time we've talked. Yes. I don't know what's under there. I think I have an idea what's under there. Okay. Do you want me to say or do you want to wait?
0: No, I want to wait. Okay. Here. Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think I'm pretty? Oh, so pretty. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. Now,
1: do you think I'm pretty? You did so good. Look at you. You're that Japanese lady who gives candy to children.
0: She doesn't give Are candy to you the to Black children. Dahlia. She kills people. Oh.
1: Are you the Black Dahlia? Yeah.
0: No, I'm not the Black Dahlia. Are you that I Japanese person? I Kuchi, am Kuchisaki Ona. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Fucking knew
0: mm. it. <laughs>
1: yeah. You did really good. I love it. Thanks.
0: Thanks. This is all just, like, I think it got fucked up because it was underneath this mask for so long you and now, like, fuck. the mask is. But, um, yeah, it's all makeup that I have at home. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's all it's all ruined now <laughs> oh,
1: it was worth it but oh well it was worth it we're gonna be famous now
0: yeah totally yeah we be famous so if you don't know who that is it's the Japanese yokai who um she is uh, a pretty woman mm-hmm. and she's usually like she stops you while you're walking home or whatever she's a pretty woman and she stops you and she's got this mask on and she asks Do you think I'm pretty? And depending on your response, if you say no, she'll stab you. Uh Um, If you say yes, she'll take off her mask and say, am I still pretty? And if you say no, she stabs you. (laughs) If you say yes, she stabs you. So um, so the best way... I know, right. Well, the only way to win Mm -hmm. with this woman is to... Say, I don't know, maybe, like, don't give her a straight answer or throw candy at her. Oh,
1: you throw candy at her. I was like, she gives you candy. Okay, you throw candy at her. Got it. You
0: throw candy. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. That's it. I'm so glad I got to take this mask
1: off. (laughs) It's so cool. Are you going to do any, like, do you get to do anything else with this costume? No. Me neither, (laughs) ho. That's what I said. Nope no <laughs> me neither anyways i'm from the school of hufflepuff yay yeah or i'm like sorted into hufflepuff sorry i go to hogwarts you're in house hufflepuff yeah <sighs> and i do spells oh and she's real nice yeah i'm yes. real nice because i'm hufflepuff like mm-hmm. clearly i'm still gonna fight yeah, exactly i'm still gonna fight at the end yeah i'm totally. not gonna be a hufflepuff that runs i'm gonna fight and help everybody yeah um anyways I, mean, I know the book is conflicting whether or not all hufflepuff left or not i think the movies and the book like, is different from what i understand yeah okay there's a lot of stuff all they stays all ravenclaw stays the uh slytherin 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 uh uh-huh. they get they go to the basement I think that they lock them up.
0: The dungeons. Yeah, yeah. they lock
1: them up. Some of That's, them fight.
0: I think that that is part of the the movie. Is it? Oh. But I think in the book that they stay and fight Do they because there's because there's some Slytherin that that get killed. Okay. In the book that that I can recall, it's been a long time since I've read. I that said last
1: Slytherin. Book. Slytherin.
0: And then, um, I think that. All of the Hufflepuffs stay according to J.K. Rowling. Yeah,
1: but the movie has them leave, I think. I think that's the difference.
0: They don't really talk about
1: that. Do they not? Well, fuck it. All right. I don't deserve to be wearing what I'm wearing. Um, No, you're doing good. good. (laughs) So it's our special Halloween. We hadn't even talked about it on the other shows. So may I proceed for the month? Of Halloween, we're going to do some different shows. Like I think we do it every year. Every year we do something. I mean, it's our second year, but you know, whatever. Um, so this year we're going to keep. Yeah, we're going to keep up with it. And um, what we're doing this year actually came from somebody who I think should probably be like our marketing manager or something, (laughs) because um, it was my boyfriend had suggested that we talk about scary movies for the month of halloween however expand upon movies that have like curses associated with them so talk about Mm -hmm. the movie and then talk Mm -hmm. about the curses associated Mm -hmm. with them it's pretty fucking cool there's a lot that's a good idea yeah um sorry i thought my cat was gonna throw up she's not (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) so that's what we'll be doing for the month and then also we're gonna have a bonus episode that becky wanted to talk about
0: Yeah, so we are collaborating with our friends from the Paranormality Network. And uh, people who want to jump in on this that are part of the network are. And um, so there is going to be a lot of different folks telling scary stories of some type. It's either personal experiences or fiction or just something creepy that they want to talk about. So you will get that out on uh, Halloween. So... That is an opportunity for you to listen to new podcasts that are in our network if you haven't checked them out anyways, um, and uh, and see maybe if that's something that you want to get involved with, and it's less work for us to do. Sorry, I said it.
1: You said it.
0: But it's good to be in a network.
1: It's good to be a gangster, I'll tell you.
0: <laughs> it's, it feels good to be a hamster. What's up, gangsters?
1: he <laughs> uh, said it feels good to be a hamster you fucking weirdo yeah i did um yeah, I'm okay so that's it and then so we'll have the a bonus episode which is fucking cool Um uh, yeah and then for so for the month of halloweeny we're doing things a little different and um tune in to the youtube channel because Rebecca and I are both dressed up and we're going to dress up for every mm-hmm. episode. We already were surprising each other. We did not tell each other what we were dressing up as. Um, Becky Mm-mm. thought I was clueless, which I think is really cute because, you know, I fucking like clueless. And mm-hmm. I love the yellow movie. plaid outfit oh, yeah. she wears a lot. But no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's I what didn't what I see did. the I didn't see the the yeah, the seal. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to I just wanted to give a shout out to our friend Jeremy Lindsay and I both know this guy, uh-huh. and um, he actually sent me some artwork, and uh, one of them, he did some art for the show. That's
1: so cool, dude. I know. It's fucking it's weird. So cool.
0: <laughs> Lindsay hasn't seen this until today. Yeah. She saw it just a little bit ago, but Aww. I didn't want to post anything. I'll take a picture, and I'll send it to you, but i also post it on our, our Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, just wanted to give him a shout out and thank you so much. Um, he also drew a portrait of my dog, which you can see on my, um, my Instagram page if you, if you wish to. Um, it was so sweet and touching and I just love it so much. Um, check out his stuff. You can go to his Instagram page, which is uh, PRL Creative. Um, and then also he's got an Etsy page with his artwork. Um, he's a very, very good artist. Yeah. Um, Very unique style.
1: And and he's like the nicest guy in the world. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And then you can also find him on his website. It's prlcreative.com. And uh, do you remember whenever we first met him? Uh,
1: We were at (laughs) um, Hanover's in Pflugerville.
0: Yeah. And he wore the scariest.
1: Yeah. uh, He was dressed up as the. Oh, was it Friday the 13th? No, I thought it was strangers.
0: where they wear the masks uh,
1: it's those masks that almost look like doll faces and then they had on pajamas with it and they just and then they have like nice or they they just murder people i thought it was this i thought it it was from the strangers we'll have to ask him i think
0: yeah if i find a picture maybe i'll look at it and describe it a little okay cool but
1: i thought it was from a movie it was from halloween it was halloween whenever we first ran into him Oh my God, it was weird. Yeah, but funny story. This is what brings the story together is that your husband went to high school with him and they were friends in high school. And that's Mm -hmm. how we kind of met him again, right? Because John was like, I know him. Yeah. Anyways. Anywho. Anywho.
0: Small world. (sighs) Thank you, Jeremy. Love Um, this stuff. It's gorgeous. I
1: see you're drinking.
0: Yeah, I am. What is
1: it? what you got there?
0: It's called Girl Next Door Blonde Ale, and I have never tried this before, so my re- reaction is going to be genuine. Let's see if we should ask them to... Um... That's
1: like me all bottled up. <laughs>
0: oh, dang, girl. Dang. Yeah, let's see if they want to be a sponsor for our show oh, Okay. if they want them to be a sponsor. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, it's
1: good. Oh, cool. My cats are fucking each other up right now. I can't hear it. I can't hear, it, so That's it's good. not happening. Um, okay, cool. That's fine. <laughs> I'm drinking a whiskey, fancy from Japan. God damn! Girl. I know. I already. What? I know, but it's kind cool of cool because your whole thing that you've got going on. But I forgot the name of it already. <laughs> Dude, this is like yellow and
0: black. It's like Hufflepuff. Oh, it puff is. Colors. Look at that. It's like we're. You know what? We match, and we don't even. Plan I know. We didn't even plan it. it. This is a stretch, saying that this is a match, but still.
1: I'm drinking a whiskey from Japan, so I think that's pretty weird. Yeah, I Because guess of so. your costume.
0: Yeah, it is. And then this has
1: nothing to do. It's a butterbeer. Ah, oh, a butterbeer?
0: <sighs> no, it's not.
1: Uh, oh, it okay. Uh, okay, well, episode 96. Let's get started with our special, please. Let's do this. So today, we are starting... With a film that I'm sure you all knew that we would talk about, it's The Omen. So we're mm-hmm. coming out, throwing punches, pew, pew, pew. shooting in the air, because we're Fish from Te- we're from Texas. Actually, you're not. <laughs> you weren't born here. Shut up. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm just kidding. So, The Omen. Has a lot of curses associated with it. So originally, I think it was filmed in 1974 or 76. I can't quite remember. Mm-hmm. Is everything okay? Every mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was in the 70s, late 70s. And um, the film itself, if you have not seen it, is about basically a child who is possessed by the devil and i ask why did the like why does the devil do that like how does he choose you i'm not quite sure or maybe he's satan i don't know if he's possessed I think he's satan himself i don't really know when i watched it i was a little out of it <laughs> anyways <laughs> he's like real evil i'm pretty sure it's like you know the devil or whatever and he um He has it out to kill people and hurt people, essentially, right? He's a four-year-old little kid that does this, and he does it all with his fucking mind. And then, like, people are sent to help protect him, to help keep him um, safe. And so he has nannies that come to help him who understand who he is, and they're also, like, pretty satanic as well. And so um, they kill for him. Um, they don't follow orders for him, and so his parents are actually American, but they live over in europe at the at the time of the movie and it's because the father is a i forget the term what's the term what's the term what's the term? You know those good people <laughs> ambassador he was an ambassador. <laughs> Um, So he's an ambassador, and that's why they're over in this other country. Um, And so that's where they're living when all this takes place. So if you think about it, they're kind of removed from their element because they're in a country where they don't know anybody. They don't really have any friends. They don't really speak the native language. Um, So I think they start out actually in Paris, and then they go to England. Um, Mm. And so once they move from Paris to England, that's when shit starts happening with the little boy. And it happens on his fourth birthday. Um, oh, he's and a little, little guy. Yeah. On his fourth birthday, he basically convinces his nanny to hang herself in front of everybody. Isn't that fun? Like, it's a huge <laughs> birthday party. And, like, she, um, she looks at him and she says, it's all for you, Damien. And then she jumps off and hangs herself. And, like, that's where it all starts. Ooh. So after that, mm-hmm. he pretty much goes after the mother. Um, and the mother, she has nobody to turn to. She feels like she's crazy. The little kid is gaslighting her. The nanny is gaslighting her, essentially. Um, and so she kind of starts uh, to obviously have a lot of trouble. Like, her mental health mm-hmm. starts going downhill. Um, and then he attempts to take her life. Um, and so I won't go too much into the movie in case anybody wants to see who hasn't seen it. So the original is from the 70s, and it's fucking good. It's good acting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good story. The kid is actually a pretty good actor. And you know, I usually hate child actors and I hate watching anything that have children that are basically acting the whole time. Um, but he did pretty good. And so there's a remake in two thousand six, I think, and it has that girl who did that movie where she dances and she's white and she's like an awful fucking dancer. <laughs> but she was in that other movie, like Ten Things I Hate About You. The girl with curly blonde hair who dated she did Heath Dirty Ledger. Dancing? No. Did I say Dirty Dancing? 10 Things I Hate About You? No. No, no, no.
0: No, I know who you're talking about. I I can't Uh, remember her name.
1: Julia Stiles. She's in it. She does a good job, too. The 2006 version is good. Either way, this kid is like, you know, the devil or whatever. Anyways, so this movie (laughs) is made in the 70s. And this is all the weird shit that is associated with it that happens. Okay, so I'm just going to go through this list of things that occur in case you didn't know. One nice. month past the release of the movie, the special effects uh, guy was driving in his car with his assistant. And she had helped on the film as well. Um, and so they're, they're driving, they get in an accident, and she's fucking cut in half in the oh, accident. No. He gets out of the car, she's oh, cut in half. No. This is a part that's debatable and nobody really knows if it's true. However, according... Whatever. Oh, Um, he got out of the car and he looked up and he saw a sign that had, you know, how many miles he was away from the next town. Well, he's in the Netherlands and the next town that he was going to go to was that was going to go through was um, called Omen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it said that he was 66.6 kilometers from it, which I don't really think is true because we don't really do, but maybe they do in the Netherlands. I'm not quite sure. I've been there and I don't remember those road signs being that precise. Mm. Right. Right. Either way, the woman really was fucking cut in half, fucking cut in half. It's awful. Okay. So that's one month after the release. Um I can't read my handwriting. Okay, there's another time that one of the actors in the film, um, he was struck by lightning on the way to the film.
0: God damn it.
1: Yeah, on the way to film the movie, he was struck by lightning. His plane was. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then a few days later, the producer is also in a plane, and he's on his way to the movie set. Well, his fucking plane is also hit by lightning. on his way to the movie set yes holy shit no yes OK, there's another oh, weird no. thing with planes, too, because there's one scene where they wanted to do like an aerial shot, like a view of what was happening. And so mm-hmm. they rented the plane and whoever the company was that was running out the planes, they changed their mind about which plane they were going to give them to do it. So they switched the planes last minute. The plane that they switched it with, they gave it to this group. Um, from what I understood, it was a group of Japanese businessmen who got the plane that the Omen was supposed to get. Well, that plane crashed uh-huh. and everybody died who was on it. I know. Um, okay. Another weird thing that happened on the film. So there's uh, a scene where the mother and the devil child go through like a zoo and it's a zoo that you can drive through. So the animals are wild and like running around you. Right. So there Mm -hmm. was supposed to be a tiger scene. So they had two tigers that they brought to set that had a handler. Well, one of the tigers wasn't secured very well. It got loose and it killed the fucking handler. So there's no tigers in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like I think they cut it out after that because it was while it was was being filmed, this person was attacked and killed on set by a tiger. Allegedly. That's what I've read. Um, Okay. Here's something else that's kind of weird, but it's debated because uh, apparently while this film was being made, um, what is it called? Are they called the IRA? It's a group of like, I am not really capable of speaking to who they are because I'm not quite sure. I just know that they're like a gov- an anti-governmental entity in Europe Okay. Um, who oh, sometimes okay. they do violent things sometimes to okay. like, you know, fight the man or whatever. But I don't think it's a good fighting the man. I think it's usually associated with pretty like bad stuff. Either way, okay. the producer was staying at a Hilton hotel in London. Um, and so... While he was gone, he hadn't made it to the hotel for the night. The hotel was bombed. And it was the hotel that he was staying in. So this this man also had his plane struck by lightning on the way to the film. Um, a couple of days later, he was going to a restaurant for dinner. And right before he got there, the, the restaurant was bombed. <laughs> what the heck, yeah. man? Um, and so the thing is, and it was it was allegedly a few minutes before he got there, but the oh. explanation for that has been that the IRA was bombing a lot of buildings at that time, so they didn't think it was that weird. However, it's kind of weird being associated with this movie, right? Yeah. Totally. Um, so the movie focuses a lot. There's there's religion in it, um, of course, and then you know a ton of death and this devil child um Mm -hmm. but anyways this movie is pretty well known for the curse that's associated with it with how many people had died and almost got hurt the thing with the woman who was cut in half during the car accident what's interesting is there's a scene in the film where a person's head they're decapitated and it's during a car accident and like he's in it it said that it, it was alluded to that that scene was very similar to what happened with her. Oh man. I know. That's terrible. Yeah. And so that's what I have on the Omen. Oh, it's creepy. It's on Netflix. Wait, you can stream it for free. I don't remember what it was on. You can stream it for free wherever you want to watch it, which is cool. Actually, I think it may be stars. You have to pay extra okay. for that shit. Um, but anyways, yeah that's what i have check it out wow. if you like devil shit devil children um let me know your thoughts on it
0: yeah that's uh that's some creepy shit you want to hear some more creepy
1: shit i do come I'm at me talk about audible
0: <laughs> did you say i'm Audi? <laughs> no
1: what did i say did i say Audi? i think i said
0: i'm ready i don't know did you Oh, I thought you said I'm Audi. No. Like, I just have the uh, clueless in my head. I know. Like.
1: (laughs) You were were (laughs) convinced that that's what I was.
0: I was. I saw the plaid skirt and I was like, clueless. Yeah. I was wrong. Hmm. Um, I'm going to talk about Audible and talk about an awesome series that I'm listening to right now. So, I have not been listening to podcasts, sadly, because I've actually been hooked on this Audible series Um, that is only available through Audible, Mm -hmm. and it is about um, aliens. So, like, the movie Aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or Alien. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually finished um, the last episode that I talked about last time, which I can't remember what it's called. It's like River of Pain. This one is Sea of Sorrows, and this takes place, like, 300 years after Ripley has died, and... Um, it actually is talking about Ripley's, uh, like relative years and years and years. And this guy has a gift. Okay. And his gift is he's, he's empathic, but he's also empathic because he can, uh, he can feel when a xenomorph is around. Okay. So. Okay. So those things didn't die off. <laughs> Those things are still alive, <laughs> like, and so he gets recruited uh-huh. against his will to go search for these aliens. And the end result is, if you don't bring back an alien, your basically your family is going to be indebted to um, to the Wayland Corporation oh, man. forever and they have to because apparently because they really do make it about like money is way more important than somebody's life
1: that's and it's still so, it still is that's still all we care about yeah
0: but this is just in the future where there's aliens okay uh where there's yeah so yeah i agree with you 100 percent. but anyways um it is i'm not going to go into much into any more detail i finished it and i haven't stopped thinking about it and i'm very excited because there's more to the series and you can pick this up at any time it doesn't have one where you have to follow a timeline so i could have listened to sears of sorrows or i could have listened to river of pain first and it doesn't matter um if you want to listen to it give it a shot especially this month because it's spooky so go to audio uh what am I talking about audible audibletrialcom slash strange story. And you can get 30 days for free. And if you don't like it, you can cancel it. If you do like it, it's about 15 bucks a month. You get access to a bunch of free things, um, wellness programs, podcasts, and then exclusives like the alien, um, series that I'm listening to right now that you're not going to get anywhere else. Um, And uh, I'm very happy that I got it. You also get a free um, credit for a premium book. And so I actually used my credit for a new book. It's called Women Who Run With the Wolves. And I read it in high school and I fucking loved it. I remember you reading that. Yeah, and I just have... I just have so much access to free stuff that I just picked something with my with my credit. Yeah. I was like, I wanted to listen to this, but I didn't necessarily need it because I have a whole slew of other books that I want to listen to. So definitely worth the money. Um, I find a lot of value in it. If you do too, uh, go to audible. Uh, audibletrial.com slash strange story. Yeah, Get your 30 days for free. You're welcome,
1: yeah. everybody.
0: You're going to love it. If you're an Alien fan like I am, You're going to like it a lot.
1: Yeah. Maybe love it. Yeah. So, (gasps) anywho, What what Um, movie are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited.
0: I think you know. So, this is the scariest movie in the world to me. Uh And I don't want to watch it ever again. In fact, I didn't watch it. Oh, man. (laughs) Again. um, It's The Exorcist. Yeah. So yeah, so I have, Lindsay, you know this, is that there's not a whole lot of movies out there that really frighten me anymore. And I'm not saying that to be like, I don't know, like tough or whatever. It's just hard to find a movie out there that seriously scary. They
1: don't exist. Like they don't yeah. exist. There is nothing that genuinely scares me. And for me, yeah. it's a different movie that I have the memory of being like, holy fuck, this is scary. But I watch it now, and I'm like, it's not scary. Oh, really? What was it? Poltergeist, part one.
0: Oh, yeah. We watched that last night, and I fell asleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I had fallen it asleep. It's a It's very,
1: very good. And actually, the remake of the Poltergeist is really fucking good. Oh, I, haven't, I didn't even know. Oh, yeah. There's a remake, yeah. and the mother looks like one of our aunts. Fucking, you have to fucking watch it because she looks just like her. It'll blow your fucking mind. Even her behavior, everything. It's bizarre. I know. Anyways, go on. Yeah.
0: So, The Exorcist. This film was made in 1973. And uh, to this day, I don't ever want to watch it again. Um, I feel like, so... We have all this technology and green screens and computers and stuff that, that makes things so real mm-hmm. and so scary that it is, to me, it blows my mind that The Exorcist made in 1973 where all the effects were man-made. It was all makeup. It's all special effects from people who know what the fuck they were doing, mm-hmm. and it frightens me so bad to this day that I won't watch it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, um, a lot of people like this movie and they probably know the legend and the lore behind it, especially the shit that happened on the set. So I'm going to talk about that today in case you haven't seen it. If you like scary movies, watch it. I, I just feel like everybody should have that in their arsenal at some point and, and see, and you probably won't find it frightening at all, but I find it terrifying. So this movie is actually based off of a fictional book. Okay. So the writer of this book actually um, was reading some articles and um, in 1949 there was a, a young boy who's about 13 years old 12 to 13 years old um, unsure of his name to, for his privacy um, that had a experience being possessed by something. This is an actual story. There are newspaper articles about this, and everything was documented um, in the journals of the people that were trying to help this this young boy. Okay. So what had happened was this young man started having nightmares, um, and then he was also hearing sounds in the walls. They sounded like scratching or, you know, like rats or mice or something. They had exterminators come to the house. They, they were like, you don't have rats. You don't have mice. Um, I don't know what that scratching is, but it's not a rodent of any type. And so um, so their family is seeing him, and he's kind of changing. He's having a hard time sleeping. He's having terrible nightmares. He was hear- he's hearing things. And they were like, you know what? We're part of the Lutheran Church. Let's just have a minister come out and check it out, just in case this is something demonic or whatever. And so they had their minister come to check it out, and he's like, you guys need a fucking priest call the Catholics. And so, (laughs) um, so that's what they do. So um, the Catholics come out, they notice you are exhibiting signs of being possessed by something. Mm -hmm. And reluctantly they said, I will do an exorcism on you. And so they do an exorcism um, and they, they started out and um, actually I skipped a part. Sorry. They actually took him to the hospital Okay. Uh, because he wasn't doing well. So they took him to the hospital. The priest went to the hospital to do the exorcism. And while he was performing, and it was just simple, it was like a prayer or a chant or something. And he, as he was doing this over the child's bed, the kid reaches under the bed, grabs a spring from the bed. This was in the 40s. Okay. And slashes the priest's arm. Dang. And so he's got this, this, this cut open gash on his arm, and the priest, nopes the fuck out of that, and he's like, "I'm, I can't help you. Clearly, this is beyond me." And so, um, in, in just a desperate move, the family packs up and they leave, and they move to, um, to St. Louis, Missouri. That's right. St. Right? Louis is in
1: Missouri. Fucking Missouri, dude. Fucking trash hole. Okay, sorry. <laughs>
0: Jeez, might need to cut that part out. Oh, sorry um, about that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's good people in Missouri, and uh, it right. was our show. You're right. Um, and so they moved to, to St. Louis, and there was another priest, and he performs the exorcism once again reluctantly, and nothing happens. And this goes on for about four to six weeks until one day this kid just sits up and he's like, I'm mine. And, and everybody moves on with their life. But this is documented. It's in newspaper articles. Um, a couple of different places actually uh, documented this. And then in the priest journals, they wrote down everything. They, they said what he went through, what they did, how they performed it. And so all of this is written down. So the author of the book, The Exorcist, his name is William Blatty. Um, I hope I said that right. He, um, he is an author that writes comedy. And by the time it's around the 60s, 70s, nobody's fucking into slapstick comedy anymore. Yeah. And so he's like, well, I did like that article about the boy who's possessed. And so he decided to write The Exorcist. He reached out to a priest that performed it. And the priest was like, for the protection of the child... I am not gonna give you their name and I'm not gonna give you the details of what happened. Okay. But he said, I do I can confirm that this actually happened. And it was a, a boy. And that was all that he said. And so the way that he turned this into fiction is he took what he read from the articles and then he changed the gender of the the person who was possessed. Okay. And that's what we get the girl. Um, so we get the girl that is possessed, and, um, and then he actually gets with a friend, and he, he writes the screenplay for the movie, and he actually is an executive director, which apparently is not a thing in the film world. So he really had a hand in making the movie, and in a way, I think that that made the movie really good because he was able to see his vision and say, this is how we should do it, not this way or whatever. Um, so anyways, as soon as they started filming this movie, weird shit started to happen. So just a few weeks into it, um, s- the actor who played uh, Father Karis, his name is Jason Millers, his son, um, and, well, actually his family was at the beach, and they were having a great time, and then... Um, they were were walking away, they were leaving, and his his son got into a freak accident where this motorcycle out of nowhere came came and crushed the kid's legs. Aww. So mm-hmm. so he was in the hospital for 10 days and then literally a miracle happened and he was fine one day, like hmm. he just got better. Yeah, it's really weird. But they said that that was kind of the beginning and people were, like, just even with that in the what they were dealing with and how they were portraying this movie, people were getting freaked out. This movie is not about the devil. It is about a demon called, hang on a second, I wrote this down, Pazuzu or something like that. Um, And Pazuzu is supposed to be like the god of demons. Let me see. Yeah, Pazuzu. He's supposed to be like the god of demons. Um, And so that's what goes into Regan's body, who is the young girl. So, anyways, um, they blessed the set. They, they they blessed the set. They had a priest do it. In fact, one of the actors was a priest that played oh, a priest.
1: Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, he can uh, kill people. He can pre- he can marry people. He can bless yeah. us. Yes. yeah, it's pretty he diverse. Can, he can act. Oh, okay, yeah. What a good guy, dude. <laughs> hey, just so I know. you know. While you were talking, the video Mm -hmm. of you on my end fucking froze. Great. It was real creepy. I can still hear Mm -hmm. you. You're still talking. But, like, it froze as you were talking about The Exorcist. Fucking weird. Fuck. God (laughs) damn it. I knew I shouldn't have done this
0: movie. (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway, so, um, and uh, so I don't. I'm not going to go in consecutive order because I don't know what the timeline was with this, and they probably didn't keep a timeline, or maybe the actors did, and I just didn't find it. So, so one thing that happened that was terrible was the fir- on the first day of the work of working. The person who played Father Marin, um, his name is Ma- Max von, Sidio, um, C- Sido, whatever. His brother passed away. Hmm. There was no indication that he was sick. It was just something that happened. And he is actually from the Netherlands or um, one of the uh, the cold places. And he so he, as soon as he got off the plane, he got a message that his brother had died, just randomly. Aww. Yeah. There was another actor who had a weird uh, incident. His name was Jack McGowan. Um, He played Burke Dennings. He was a director. And in the film, he died after being thrown out of the window by Regan. Two weeks later, he actually died of a heart attack. So he didn't even get to see the film. Um, And then also, there is a woman whose name is... uh, God... Everybody had weird names names in the seventies. They're not weird. I'm sorry. That was mean. They're not weird. They're just hard for me to pronounce, and that's my problem, not anybody else's. Uh, Vasiliki Miliaros. She was. She played the uh, the mother of Father Karis, and she died during film the filming too. Um, She was alive for her part, obviously, but then like two weeks later, she died. and then after the film, the one. Oh my God, this is this is terrible. Um, so this is more like the curse of the Exorcist. Okay. Um, so after the film, the woman who voiced the devil, and by the way, the the way that she did that was by chain smoking, um, eating a mixture of raw eggs, and then inducing vomiting. Um, <laughs> her son murdered his wife and their children before killing himself. And when he did that, he put on a wrinkled Halloween mask, and it happened on Friday the 13th. Jeez. Yeah. They said that one of the reasons why they thought that he was was because he was about to get fired for some fraudulent, fraudulent um, things that were going on at his work. Yeah. So I guess he just lost it and
1: Jeez, went that's to town
0: on his family. It's terrible. Yeah, right. Um, a couple of other shitty things. Um, the The mom, the the woman who played the mom, Ellen uh, Burstein, suffered a spinal injury from being launched from the bed scene where Reagan tosses her onto the floor. Mm-hmm. And I think that we've all heard about that. Um, it sounds like the, um, the effects guy and the director were like, we do this until it looks like it hurts. And she's like, it fucking hurts. Don't do this again. And they were like, okay, we won't. And then they did it. And I'm not saying that that really happened, but she did ask them or say something to be like, this is super painful. You know, Hmm. I don't know if there's something wrong, but I'm just getting getting slammed on the floor and I'm going to get injured. So she did. She has permanent spinal damage Uh because of that.
1: I read something different from it. What did you read? I read that her harness broke. That she actually had a harness whenever she was thrown. And Mm -hmm. that... um, But I thought it was a scene where she was going downstairs. The harness broke. And whenever she screams out in pain, it's real... I mean, it's real pain because she really did Mm -hmm. injure herself to that extent. Yeah. But I heard that there was a malfunction. So that's interesting.
0: I heard... Yeah, no, well it's good that you bring that up because I've heard both stories too. So oh, okay. yeah. So I have heard that it's a malfunction or I read that it was a malfunction, mm-hmm. but then I also read that she was like,
1: just stop doing this. This is so painful. That's probably didn't. right. <laughs> <laughs> like I get as a woman, we know that's probably what <laughs> happened. She probably said, stop, it hurts. And they were like, we'll just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. And, and also with, um, the one, uh, uh, the woman who played um, uh, Linda Blair, who played the uh, who played Regan, you know, she had some damage too. Whenever she, because everything, or maybe not damage, but she got some injuries because everything on that set is was made to make it look like a poltergeist or something was possessing her. So it was um, jostling. It was violent. Mm -hmm. And she, I, I, I watched a YouTube video on that and she said everything, all of the parts for that movie were fucking uncomfortable for her. There was not a scene in there that was, that didn't make her hurt or be painful. So, yeah, I know. Um, so another death, um, actually Linda Blair's grandfather died. Um, and then I'm just going to go into some other people who died. A security guard died. A cameraman's baby was born stillborn. Um, and then let's see. I made this so small I can't even. Oh, a, a janitor. A janitor. A janitor, who, a janitor who cleaned the set was killed. He was shot and killed. And then. Um, a, a Somebody else was, and I can't read my handwriting. I'm sorry about that. It sounds like in total, and I've read this on different um, websites, there mm-hmm. was nine people that died. Yeah. Jeez. So <laughs> a couple of other weird things that happened, and um, this was on the set. A carpenter cut off his thumb. A lighting technician lost his toe. Um, they said there was a weird double exposure of the little girl's face at the end of one of the reels, and they said they did not put that there. Um, and then, um, while people were watching the movie, they just had these visceral reactions. They would pass out. They, yeah. would, you know, cry. They would. There were some people that needed to leave in stretchers. I think that a lot of people had like anxiety attacks. I mean, Hmm. it's... (laughs) I get it. It's a fucking scary-ass movie. Um, They said that during the premiere in Rome, lightning struck a 400-year-old cross atop a 16th century church. Shut up. (laughs) Dude, it's so weird. It is so weird. It's... You can't... I don't know. It's kind of that deal. Like, do you invoke this stuff because you think we shouldn't be doing this because we're talking about demons and possession and stuff that, you know, is scary and dangerous? Yeah. Like, do you bring that on to yourself? Or is this something that's like, I see you and I'm going to fuck you up? What, I like, what's the...
1: There's, like, different... I mean, because <sighs> the thing is, is I think sometimes with these types of movies... Mm-hmm. Um, this type of information is released because there's something, like, spooky behind it or whatever, but I bet you this type of shit happens on all types of sets for films, but, you know, it's not really released because it's not, there's nothing scary associated with it. Like, for The Omen and The Exorcist, which I think are the top two films that have um, like, curses, you know, associated with them. Several films do, but I feel like these are the most infamous kind of...
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um. I don't know. I would like to do research to see this type of stuff across the board besides just scary movies with it happening. Number one. Number two. Oh, you're going to need some research. Yeah. Yeah. But number Mm -hmm. two, it's real. I mean, it's weird because there's so much stuff between these two films with, um, that's demonic, right? That it's a possession that it's, It's good versus evil. It's God versus Satan. You know, it's weird. And that's why the thing is, is that those movies don't scare me. That's why The Exorcist doesn't scare me, because I'm not into that shit. I don't believe in it. I never did. And so, like, Demons Mm -hmm. and Possession, I'm just like, because I don't believe it. Ooh. I think it... I think that there can be situations that are real scary, and they could happen. It's just the films don't scare me. And, like, I think if I saw someone possessed, I say this, I've been drinking, I don't think it would scare me. Right? Yeah. Uh, it could. No. I
0: think it would freak me out. You think
1: so? I just don't. I, I don't think know. it probably
0: <laughs> would. Just the... Uh, I don't know. There's a, you know people are like from what i hear i don't give it i don't really care what people say about this or not but um, people are like if you don't believe in god you can't believe in demons that's and i not think true. that that's yeah cuz that's a very christian way or um, it's not a dichotomy. One religious way right of, yeah. of thinking about that and if you're if if we're going to be able to expand on religion and you know, have everybody get on board <laughs> if that's what you want, then let them believe in demons. <laughs> I don't I don't know how else to explain that, but it's just, you know, it, it's not just a religious type of thing. Yeah. It's, let's just say for one moment, and I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes or make anybody upset, but let's just pretend for one moment there's no such thing as religion. Okay. Then how then if you're going to get possessed and let's just pretend there was never such thing as religion. Okay. So then if you're going to get possessed mm-hmm. and if you're going to go through this issue that you're spewing pea soup at everybody and speaking in a different language and trying, you know, telling people that you're going to fuck up their mother or whatever. Oh my God, Lily. <laughs> um, then like, um, where did that come from? Then that's either, either a mental issue because we used religion to explain these things away, uh-huh. or that is something paranormal that we don't understand, not related to religion at all.
1: Maybe I mean I feel bad because I feel like we're about to get in a religious discussion. Because the we thing is, shouldn't. I know.
0: Yeah, we probably should just. But these, but these films are are religious religious based.
1: Yeah, I'm just thinking of like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Either way, if you believe or you don't believe whatever i'm not going to say what i was going to say i'm dropping it i'm dropping it
0: <laughs> i know i think i've gone too far i don't want to piss anybody off whatever you believe in is your is your yeah. belief and i don't it's not going to bother me and don't listen to anything i say and and take it with a grain of salt because i'm just one dumb white girl who's over here drinking in a red dress with makeup on happy halloween
1: It's been real weird. (laughs) (laughs) It just makes me think of so much. It's so weird because I've been having really in-depth conversations like about racism and about religion and everything lately. Because it's been the whole thing about how as white people, we have to accept that we are racist. Because it's been Mm -hmm. ingrained in us. And it's Mm -hmm. not an excuse. We have to recognize it and we have to fix it, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it means people have to point it out to us. However, I recently had somebody try to tell me that what I did was racist, but it wasn't. And then (laughs) they had egg on their face and they didn't apologize. But it really, but anyways, it's been like I've just been having all these conversations lately. So it's just weird that it came out between you and I because it hasn't been between you and I, but whatever.
0: Yeah, we can talk about this after we stop. This will be a whole different episode. Oh my god um, do you have a Do you have a scary movie that you would recommend for people to watch, Lindsay? Tonight, to watch
1: yeah. tonight, to um, watch anything. Let me think. So one movie. I mean, there's several movies. My yeah. my all time top favorite scary movie is Drag Me to Hell. Oh, okay. I would recommend watching Drag Me to Hell. Also has to do a little bit with demons and possessions, being possessed, not possessions, but being possessed. Um, so mm-hmm. that's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. It's my favorite film. doesn't scare me. I just think it's really well done. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of spewing blood. It's almost like a, a, a bee B-horror flick. In that sense with, with that type of graphic, you know, shit, but it's really good. Yeah. It has that kid, Justin, oh, cool. I don't know his name. He's a good actor. <laughs> He's in it. Okay, I wa- cool. Oh, I watched Jeepers Creepers. He's in Jeepers Creepers. He's in the original one. I watched that okay. last night. That's a good one, too. I mean, I can't even. If you want me to make a list, I can make a fucking list, and we can put it up on Instagram of scary movies for people to watch.
0: <laughs> well, I just asked for one. Okay. But Drag me I'm going to tell you one oh, tell me. that I think okay. everybody should watch, and it is As Above, So Below.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a very good one. Oh, my it's God. It's a very good I, one. It doesn't...
0: I guess it's, some people call it a slow burn, mm-hmm. but um, to me it's fantastic the whole way through. It's very it is good. a mind fuck the yeah. whole way through, and I loved it so much, and like... Um, I'm not going to get into it too much, but there's a lot of Dante's Inferno uh-huh. references in there. There's a, they pull stuff from a lot of it's different places, but probably Dante's stuff. Inferno is one of the most um, common um, things that you can see in this film. Um, it's really good, and it's it's. I just couldn't imagine a going into any place underground. Okay. Like without a tour guide, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just going underground somewhere. It's, it takes place in the in the Paris catacombs, and that's where I'm going to leave it. If you haven't seen it, um, that part is not a surprise. Uh, but the rest of it is, it's very well made. It is very suspenseful, mm-hmm. and it is it is unlike a lot of scary movies that I have seen. So
1: yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. That one would creep into to like my top fifteen or twenty favorite wow, you scary movies? Yeah. I love scary mm-hmm. movies. I can fill like when October comes, I'm like which one I watch one every day. I watch a scary movie every day. And so mm-hmm. sometimes I have to watch two to fit them all in. Like I can fill it uh, just rattling movies off I fill every day.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> I, know. I I can't get my husband to watch scary movies. Oh man. Like I'm I try tired. really hard. Like we've I've I um anyways, that's that doesn't really matter. He's just not into it like I am. Yeah, we're about to run out of tape here. (sighs) Okay. (laughs)
1: Anyways, (laughs) so this is, um, so don't send us any stories, like, for now, unless you want us to read them later, because this month we're just doing scary movies and curses associated with the scary movies. Um, if you have an idea, send it in. For scary movies that you would like for us to review that have curses, like, that's cool. Um, I have a few picked out, but it doesn't mean I won't pick up what you send in. (laughs) Um, so you can send anything to us that you would like to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we'll be happy to look at it talk to you you know review it maybe do it who knows you're not going to mail anything to us anymore because we don't do that shit right your turn subscribe right and review
0: please give us a
1: nice review yeah if you do give us a nice review
0: uh, take a snapshot of it and send it to our email address and with your physical mailing address and we will mail you some stickers mm-hmm and uh normal is a social construct.
1: The yeah. so Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>